In the holy name of Jesus, amen. I ask a question of all the couples that I have for premarital counseling. The question is, what is the most important day in your relationship? And since they're looking towards their wedding day, they think I'm asking about that. But frankly, the most important day in the relationship is today. And if I were to ask you the same question, what is the most important day of your life? It would be the same answer. Today is the most important day. For your life then, who you are today will impact who you will become tomorrow. Now it's hard for our 21st century American ears to grasp what is unusual about Jesus calling Simon and Andrew to be his disciples. But for those ancient Middle Eastern ears, two things stick out. First, Simon and Andrew weren't accepted into Harvard. They weren't really accepted at any college back then. So they went into the family business, which was a small business. Now what this means is that who they were directly impacted who they are, and who they are would impact who they become. They were fishermen, they are fishermen, and they will always be fishermen. But Jesus has something else in mind. The second thing is, is that students typically do the asking. A teacher who is worth anything won't need to ask because he will always have people coming to him. This means then, when Jesus goes and asks disciples to follow him, it means he is either not good enough to have his own students, or he is up to something different. And of course, Jesus is the different sort of teacher. When Jesus calls Simon and Andrew, he is taking who they were and who they are and using it to make them who he says they will become. Jesus says, I will make you become fishers of men. This means that their life is completely future tense, which means that it is entirely hopeful. Not because of how hard they try or how successful they are, but it's completely based upon the subject of the sentence. Jesus. Jesus' work. His making and his becoming. He's making them to become what he says they should be. And all that becoming is done with one step. A step out of the boat. In the book Wild, From Lost to Found on the Pacific Crest Trail, which is now a movie. Don't ask me about it because I haven't seen it, but the book I have read. Cheryl Strayed shows how simply taking one step can change who she was into who she would become. She undertook a 1,500-mile journey along the Pacific Crest Trail to experience redemption from her self-destructive life, her past. Now, she embarked on the journey after losing her mother, destroying her life, and ruining relationships. But even with this past, she says this, What if all those things I did were the things that got me here? Here being the end of her self-destructive life. What she became on the journey 
what she learned on the journey was rather than believing who she was and who she is, would decide who she would become. Each day she took one more step at a time, and through that journey, she saw a bigger picture. But Jesus is the teacher who can take what we were and who we are and make us become someone else, something else. This becoming, however, can't be done by staying in the boat. It can only be realized in the following of Jesus. You see, when we try to make things right on our own, with God or with one another, it is akin to following Jesus by staying in the boat. It just doesn't work. However, in order to become the disciple of Jesus, in order to become Jesus' disciples, a journey is undertaken. A journey that's difficult, it's long, and at many times unknown. There will be times that quitting appears to be the best option. There will be times that feel like failure. And, of course, there will be times that are success. For Simon and Andrew, when they got out of the boat that day, they embarked on a three-year journey that was mainly failures. Failures, however, don't stop Jesus. Even their failures can be used to make them become who Jesus decides. This is why when Jesus says, I will make you become, is so important. Frankly, it isn't about them. It's about Jesus, his leading, his word, his teaching. Jesus is the different sort of teacher. And at the end of the Gospel of Mark, Simon and Andrew, and frankly, everyone else, including you and I, are called back to Galilee, back to this day, to the day where Jesus called them. They are called back to Galilee to start all over again. That means we are called to make the journey over and over, but each time differently. Each time now in light of Jesus' death and resurrection, in light of his love. And because of that calling and because of that experience of death and resurrection, we keep going. And when we keep going, we learn and experience who Jesus is making us become. This means that when Jesus calls you, you will spend the rest of your life becoming that disciple. It's not as if you do reach that destination in this lifetime. If you did, then hope wouldn't be needed. But because we keep going, hope is always in our future. And this is good news for each one of us, especially for us who keep sinning, who keep failing at following Jesus. If Jesus called Simon and Andrew to redo things in light of his love, he keeps calling you back to begin again to follow him, to begin again today. Of course, when we're called back, Jesus will continue to use what we were and who we are to become who he decides. This means that there isn't a wasted moment in your life. There isn't a wasted moment that doesn't make us who God is making us become. There is a constant becoming when we are Christians. 
Our identity as Jesus' disciples does not change, but who we are as Jesus' disciples is constantly changing. It is constantly on the move. It is new every day. It is new every time you come to the Eucharist. It's new every time you return to your baptism and the forgiveness of sins. Where we were won't mean where we are, because as Jesus leads us, he's taking us places, and he'll decide where we all will go. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.